um what's up dude hey man um how you doing good i'm kyle and you're eric and uh we're ticked off about uh we're ticked off about rolex today right oh uh, gosh yes we're real ticked off i mean ticked off in the way that you can ticked off when you still like something right <laughs> it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like my denver broncos right like i truly yeah. hate them but i really love i'll never stop loving them right right exactly like there's the i hold out hope for the future that okay can i i, I have a controversial maybe controversial opinion on one thing about rolex okay i don't understand the meteorite dial i don't get it i don't wow. get the appeal really i don't get the appeal I, it, it, it's i don't get it i don't okay okay i don't get it okay let's let's talk this through you know what's interesting is while rolex is um what's the word they're not like traditional but they're not known as innovative anymore no. right no but is there anyone else that uses a meteorite dial i don't i don't know and i just i can't say i've ever really looked into it because again i don't really get it right. I, i'm doing maybe this. you can uh, convert me convert me make me understand okay okay, okay. well they were like all right because they used to do a bunch of cool dials right they used to do like tiger eye and linen and mm-hmm. um like wood they did some wood stuff um, yeah they experimented with a lot of textures they had like the one it's not linen but it's just very thin lines all in one direction yeah you know i've seen about? the i've seen the palm dial palm um, yeah well that's a i've newer seen one, right it's uh, really the older bark the older bark, bark dials yeah well that's yeah wood and stuff and but and so they were like all right we got to make dials out of something um and they're like okay well we can um i don't know you what don't you like about it oh i just don't understand the like i, I don't get why there's such a lust after it mm. when to me again but I, i'm sitting here with my black all black dial gmt right. i like the simplicity yeah I like the flat color. I do. I like some texture. Uh-huh. Um, I like texture in dials. I yeah. love the texture in the dials on Grand Seiko. Right. Um, but I, that's like that's like handmade. Like media mm-hmm. dial is sort of like like you know you didn't really make it. Like God, like right. God made it. You know like the yeah. Co- it, the cosmos just handed. They it literally fell from the sky. Right. Like you didn't have to mine it. or Well, maybe they did. I don't know how that works. I guess, yeah. I don't know where they get right. the meteorite dial. Crash research here. Rolex uh, has several here, but I've got a quick list. Um, there's these, a Cartier, Breton de Cartier, Earth and Moon. Pretty, pretty. Uh-huh. That's a pretty obscure one. It looks like it's got uh-huh. a tourbillon and I don't know. It's Oh, it's, uh, it's $231,000. American dollars. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, then there's the the GMT Rolex is forty one thousand. Uh-huh. Um, the day date is forty nine. 
Sure. And there is a meteorite dial Speedmaster Dark Side of the Moon. Um, okay. It's it's a really cool. They like matched the color of the bezel and leather strap thing to the meteorite. It's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's one like Zelos Mako. I am looking at that. That manages to be under a thousand dollars. So yeah, it's not. It, and then there's one more like Sao. What must be a Chinese thing? You know, okay, this goes back to the conversation last week where I feel like maybe I've never actually seen the meteorite dial in mm-hmm. person. Maybe that's the problem. I think, I think it's it's texture that they didn't have yeah. to hand make. And it and it's like kind of like a fingerprint, right? I imagine they're all sure. different. Sure. Yeah, I, I get it. It looks a little messy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, but I've also like I'm not a huge. I, I like the look of like so. A, a example of one that I think is a little odd that I would not personally want um, is the palm dial. Yeah. Um. Not really a fan of. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um. I I, I do like like I like the linen dials. I like um. Right. I like a good linen dial. I like the bark dials. I like, um, but generally, uh, I, I some I like a I like a like a sunburst dial, like on uh, mm. on the uh, the Milgauss, and uh, it's got this very pretty sunburst blue dial. Yeah, um, I like those. I do. I just I've never I've never understood the meteorite dial. And once again, maybe it's because I haven't seen it in person. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. You know what's interesting is you think like oh meteorite like it's like uh, the the Rolexes that come meteorite are you know a lot of money forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars plus, but the fact that there's you can get two of them here for less than a thousand shows you that it's not like the right. meteorite that's, dri- <laughs> that's driving up the price. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. It's not like it's diamond or something. I wonder if. I don't know. It's it, it must not be that precious. I think it's just interesting right. to look at. So anyway, anyway. Okay. A, okay. That was that was my hot take. You were just um, ready to go on that. You were so mad. I I I just it so I don't know. I right. it's, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's people fine. lusting after it. it's a very odd it. thing. I don't Did know. you see the pull up the Omega Speedmaster Dark Side of the Moon meeting? I've got one up right now. Yeah. I mean, I've actually got one up in rose gold. Yeah, yeah. I wish Yeah. I like the color of the grayness, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if it needs a meteorite. But yeah. anyway. it, it just it's it. I like, but see, and and I'm not I, okay. So I'm not one of those people that has to have um, uh, the symmetry. You know, like I like I like the cyclops. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the asymmetry of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a symmetry thing. I think that. But maybe, maybe you know, maybe seeing it in person, it would be the way the light hits it. I'd like it better, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, you already spilled the anyway. beans for your. Uh, what do, What do you got on right now? What are you wearing today? I, I have my. Uh, I've got my, my GMT. It's uh, the LN, same as last week. Um, last week I was traveling, um, and uh, you know, this week I'm actually back home and. Um, enjoying my one one six seven one zero LN. 
in some other time zone. Yeah. In a, well, actually, it was in the same time zone last oh, time. Okay. I was just south of where I'm at now. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you, so I really didn't need a travel watch. So you, you're just wearing the same watch as the last time we did this. I, I, I'm not 100% sure that I've taken it off since then. That's fine. That's fine. This is data for your spreadsheet on the year, right? Yeah. It's going to be a yeah. fascinating year to, to see how you chart that out. Um, I know. i got to figure some way to visualize it. I am wearing a visually similar watch. I am wearing my Rolex. <clears throat> this is Maybe we just did this on purpose. Um, my mm-hmm. Rolex mm-hmm. No Date Sub 14060M. It's a four-line. Uh, no Date Sub. It's very it. good. I, it's so good. I it's love a, a No Date it's Sub. Everything. Um, it's just the clicking. This kit. Does this pick up in the microphone? Are you hearing this? Yes. Uh-huh. That? Oh, uh-huh. God. The bezel is so good. It's really yeah, like. Can you get mine? Okay, okay, do it, do it, do it. Oh, that's sexy. Mm. That's some ASMR. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, I've been wearing this watch since 2008. And yeah. it fits me. It's it's just, it's like home. Um, but I tell you what, the freaking clasp is becoming a problem. It's like... It's the old style, just pressed clasp, and yeah. I can't. It just pops off. I can't get the safety to stay down. And I yeah. bought. I actually bought like an aftermarket replica clasp, and I took it off and put it on, and I immediately hated it so much that I I just took it right off because it was just so crappy. Like worn out Rolex clasp was better than brand new replica clasp you know i believe I mean? that so believe i'm not really sure what to do i'm considering getting like a very small magnet to just hold the th- ah. hold the clasp together somehow uh-huh. maybe because uh-huh. a couple of years ago i put i sent this into service um from a dude that i met at a red bar and like because i've been really worried about sending it to service because i didn't want anything touched i didn't want anything I've heard horror stories yeah. of you sending it into Rolex and they just replace stuff. Like I, I broke my loom pip within the first like three months of owning this watch and it's broken. But the, to me, like that's what it is. Like it's just mine has a broken loom pip, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want that fixed. I didn't, you know, but I did. I asked him to do the clasp. I was like, dude, this clasp is just not staying down. And um, he did something to it that held it together for like a week, and then it was right back to being problematic. So I don't know. You're not I've, interested in spending thirty five hundred dollars on a uh, on a nine seven two zero zero clasp. No. Mm, okay. Mm, thirty. Yeah. No. Okay. You know what I am interested in? There seem to be a few websites that specialize just in Rolex bracelet restoration roly works yeah if we're gonna that yeah. one i've i've only ever heard good things okay i, I have never dealt with them but i'm on a lot of different forums that i'm on i, I, I hear a lot this? of good things yeah about them. you know you see mm-hmm. the pictures where it's like like on the the jubilees they like they basically mm-hmm. flex down to a complete 90 degree elbow yeah. and then they, he, he renovates them and they're back to 
you can hold the watch by the head of the watch and the bracelet sticks straight out right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know let's just do a test if i if i hold my bracelet straight out it does, the downside it, of not it, having solid a solid it, uh it length. droops it's it droops down maybe maybe 15 degrees it's not that droopy mm. it's just the clasp i just mm. i i don't know i've got to do something because like i was building a trampoline last night and i was like holding something and then the watch popped open and it slid down my arm you, you know Oof. Yeah. yeah i know i'm just this is part of the reason i got the pelagos was to kind of retire the rolex but at the same time like i just i don't know i don't know if i can really send it out to pasture so i've got to do something about this clasp i I might try a couple more macgyver diy solutions before i before i send the the bracelet off entirely so yeah and i bet i bet i bet someone like uh like one of those uh, uh refurb places would be able to uh to at least get it back to what it was like when you first got it yeah but that being said those clasps are notoriously not great yeah yeah for sure so um so anyways all right yeah. well um what else so we 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 have an update from our moon swatch search oh, yes. right <laughs> we have a we had a friend that just spontaneously went um to mexico city and with his brand new girlfriend, who I'm sure will just not be his girlfriend anymore when they come home, but because um, <laughs> vacations are relationship killers, Jerry. There's no way he'll listen to this, so this is perfectly fine yep. to talk to Eric. Exactly. Eric the Grievance, there's no chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I immediately was like, "Oh, okay. Wait, is there a swatch store in yeah. Mexico City?" Turns out it was ten minutes from his hotel. I was like, please check it twice daily. Or I said daily, mm-hmm. then you said twice daily in sure. the text. Um, he's been well, there because, once on in like a late afternoon. Yeah. Um, he really doesn't have the commitment that he should. Let's just be honest. He did. He reported that they did not have any. I don't doubt that. So we have now checked. I mean, we've checked international. Yeah. Internationally, we multiple states in the United States, and now and, two uh, countries. We've now, looked now two countries for these damn things. Never, and and them. this friend who's not into watches was in. He he was like, oh, these are cool. Like he had we had told him yeah. about them, and like he had seen the hype, and he was like excited about getting one with us. Yeah, and he can't get one, right? No, nope. that's just scary. which. Just sick and which leads us into the main topic for today, uh-huh. which is why we're ticked off with Rolex, and we're just going to discuss a bit about just their supply and the absurdity oh, yeah. of of having to make a relationship with an AD Ugh. Um, or whatever the hell that is. And um, mm-hmm. so I think I'll just start by saying I. I want, I've wanted, I wanted a, a Milgauss for quite some time, mm-hmm. and uh, I put my name down for a long time, and um, just nothing. So eventually, I bought it from a reputable guy off of a Rolex forum. Um, then fast forward a bit to getting this GMT, and I have my name down. Well, I have my name down for 
um, an Explorer 2. Um, you do? Yeah, that's never good. Yeah, the white dial Explorer 2. Hmm. Yeah. Um, didn't think that was ever going to happen. I had my name down for a Sky Dweller. Again, never going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, but then I fell in love with the GMT, and of course, it's discontinued, so not like I can get that. And black dial, yeah. But you know you can't you, you can't walk in and get anything, which I understand. There's just they don't have the the supply, I guess. Mm-hmm. But why is there no actual list? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. This is a great. Why do they? Why you know? Why, this is a great point. Why can't there be a list? So, um, yeah. So it, it, it seems like it's all Rolex is just hands off. They're like, we just send watches to the ADs, the authorized dealers, and they have no control over what they do with watches after that. And that's, that's, they put out a statement less than a year ago that basically said something to that extent. Now, nobody, none of the authorized dealers have figured out. Uh, maybe not figured out, have implemented any kind of formal list. I really don't think the list, I think this list. I don't think they want to. I think this list is like, it's like um, college admissions, right? Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, uh, you, made, uh, you made it on the list. Um, but, you know, if your parents make yeah. a large donation, uh, That's you know. That's exactly how, yeah. Like right. Yale could use an international airport. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's my thought. Is I'm sitting here saying to myself, okay, I can get something through an authorized dealer, but I'm going to have to spend some absurd amount of money yeah. buying diamonds or you know Bullshit. shit I don't want, right? And, and and or you go gray, you spend a little extra, but now you don't have shit you don't want. Well, but here here's okay, all right. So so. First of all, the list doesn't really exist. The, the when you go into these ads and you put your name on the list, they might like pull out a piece of paper and, and write down your name, maybe like mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. and then it goes somewhere else. It's not like they're pulling out like a ledger and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like like a hostess at a restaurant or something, and it's like, well, how long do you yeah. think the wait's gonna be? Oh, you know, like twenty or thirty minutes. Uh, like it'd be really nice if if Rolex would just hand you like a beeper. Like, you know, like a buzzer, like yeah. one of those little circle buzzer, buzzers. And when your name comes up, right. it like, right? <laughs> it would take a year, but still. But um, so there's that. So the list doesn't really, I don't. I, so if you want to, if you want to like try and get up on this magic list, which is really just like when they get something in that they want to sell, they have to figure out who they're going to call. And right. if they're not consulting some actual list, which I don't think exists, they're they're contacting the people that they know will buy this and the next one and the next one. So you have to get this relationship, this quote unquote relationship, right? But you, as you say, you can spend a little more on on the gray market for the Rolex, but to make right. the relationship happen, you're going to spend a lot more on long yeah. jeans. Than you would, at, or, or whatever, or Tag Heuer, or, than yeah. you would on like Joma Shop, because the prices there are stupid, 
right? Like they're right. way more than you could buy them online for, for whatever relationship yeah. building diamonds and tags and uh, in, wh- whatever, the thing right? It's frustrating is that obviously, obviously there are Rolexes mm-hmm. being sent to dealers yeah, because they, otherwise they make a million the watches a year. Wouldn't have them. They right. make a million watches a year. Where are they going? I don't know. Where are they going? I just, I because I, uh, you walk in, it's worse than swatch moon swatches, <laughs> right? This has been going yeah. on for years. Like, oh yeah, you walk in Waikiki Beach, um, downtown Chicago, New Orleans. Like I, I've been all over. I've been in the big cities checking and they're not there i've been in and then you go to small cities montana has like one rolex dealer Uh, arkansas like they have nobody has any right well it used to be that you could like you could at least walk in and get um you know an op or a lady date like a lady yeah right no you know you used to be able to do nothing right there's nothing and it's i just i don't I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to play the game. Here's the really frustrating so thing: is that in essence, MSRP on Rolexes are a really good deal, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like yeah. if I told you right now, you can buy a Submariner for eight thousand dollars. How does that make you feel? Right. I, I, if I could walk, if if, I, if if I had an offer to buy a. No date sub or or a date sub, I guess. Right for eight grand, I do it yeah. in a heartbeat. Okay. Heartbeat. But that's the thing: is that you and everyone else in the freaking world thinks the exact same way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then they, yeah. But you're right. Somehow they're making it on the gray market. So there's dealers that are just, I don't know, being two faced. They must they get oh, yeah. them in and then they just flip them themselves. Or they have some kind of oh, relation. Totally. They have some kind of agreement with the flippers that they get a cut. Yes. Right. Absolutely. There's something. That's shady. the only way it could work. There was an of actual. Of course, that's the only way it could work. There was an actual like um, lawsuit against somebody recently within the last year of something essentially like that happening. Um. So it's going on, but. <sighs> It's it's also like, in the same vein of people paying. Because I, I looked it up after our episode. I should have done it on our episode last week about Moon Swatch like sold. Do you ever look at eBay at sold prices? No, you I can, mean you can yeah, look, sometimes you can search eBay and then you can just do completed items and see what's sold recently, sure. right? And sure enough, some of them are selling for close to a thousand dollars, eight hundred fifty, sure. right? For a $260 watch. But like... Non-limited. Yeah. Non-limited. Just, yeah. I like to make sure we say that. It's not a limited run. But you're seeing $6,500 OPs. Oyster Perpetual is oh. going for 40 We... Yeah. I mean, the, are you talking like the blue dial? Well, the the Tiffany dial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a different color, but it, that's the thing. It's all because of that... That the the Patek, mm-hmm. right? Was right. it? A, yeah. And you know, it's all because of that. And yeah. everyone got on the hype train. And right. you know, fine. Those there there are some prices that are market prices. You know, going out there and spending twenty five 
on a Pepsi GMT is the market price. And that's what you should expect to pay. Now, unfortunately, hmm. I, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, the, it, that is the market price. And that's what, so, you know, it, anyone that gets it in MSRP is getting a discount. I, I remember vividly when I first sort of, you know, my time getting into watches is, is hazy. But when I started looking at buying more watches, this was 2017 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was on eBay and you could buy the 40 millimeter, the last Rolex 2. Uh, I'm sorry, the last Rolex Explorer 2, the polar dial, right? Uh Um, Not the orange hand, like the red GMT hand. Uh I remember vividly toying with the idea of buying it on eBay back in 2017 for $3,500. Oh, gosh. And I didn't do it. Because, like, when you were first getting the watches, like, you sort of, like, ramp up to the ridiculousness of money that you spend on these things. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not you. You ramped up pretty damn quick, but well, <laughs> but like to me, then then I was like, I don't know, I can't really swing it. Like that's a lot. Like if I saw that right now, I would buy that immediately, right? Like even if yeah. not not market notwithstanding, just who I am yeah. now and what that watch would mean to me. So that's what things oh, yeah. used to be around, right? You used to be able to buy old Oyster Perpetuals for under two grand. Yeah. Um, you know, Submariners were six used ones. They were less. Everything was less than what you could buy them new. Right? Well, you know, the, the funny thing I don't understand. Here's, here's what I don't understand in that same vein, right? You get, all the, you get folks that want a Rolex and... They, you know, they go to a, a dealer, they can't get it, and then they get this. They get irrationally mad about not about the prices at a gray dealer, right? Mm-hmm. How many of those people were irrationally mad at the gray dealer in 2017 when everything was selling for below MSRP? Mm. No one. Yeah. Nobody. You know, yeah. so they have this this fickle relationship with it because, and I hate to say it, people don't understand how market prices work don't get me wrong some people can go in and get them you know some people can go and get them for msrp and that's great for them usually it's the people that are also going to buy a hundred thousand dollars in diamonds Mm -hmm. but every once in a while you get the random person that lucks out and you know they get one at the authorized dealer and that's great good for them yeah but the vast majority of people that want to buy a rolex are going to have to spend what the market price is. So here's the real question, right? Like if market price is obviously uh, higher than it's ever been. Um, and so what's changed in the last five years? If 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 we assume supply is, is basically the same, if not slightly ramped up, Rolex in that statement that they made a year ago where they said, we don't know what happens mm-hmm. after we send our watches to the dealer, said we're trying we're trying to ramp up production. We're trying. Um, so if you if you take that variable and say that it's basically the same, if not slightly higher, right. if the price has gone so far up, like basic economics, supply and demand, what has changed in our culture in the last five years that has made the demand for Rolex so astronomical? Two things. Okay. We've all become hype beasts. 
We all want to hop on the hype train of the influencers and people that have cool watches and talk about cool watches, and that's fine. And that's one thing. And the other is everyone's flush with cash. Yeah. And, you know, people have all this extra cash, and they're Poopy. going, well, man, I have all this extra cash, and I've never been able to buy a Rolex. So, so it's just, where, but where do we get all this cash from? We're just richer than we were? No, we didn't. People didn't go anywhere for two years. It was part of it, but Rolex was already gone. It was on the way. It was already on that direction. I'll, I'll give you that. And I'm not. It was already pretty cleared out well yeah. before the pandemic. But I, I think oh, you're right. I mean, but, I think, but certainly worse. I don't know. It was pretty bad before then. I, I yeah. the the aftermarket uh, prices have 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 gotten worse. Fair, but yes. the actual like supply at dealers. Was as bad but, in 2018 as it is now. Maybe, maybe it's a little say, worse. It's as bad as it was I'll, in 2019 as it is now. I'll, okay, because basically I, you, just can't, you can't get any worse than zero. Well, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree, but I'll push back just a little bit. In, in 2018, you know, 2019, right? Like you probably could not walk in almost anywhere and buy a stainless steel Rolex, yeah. but yeah. you could go in yeah, and you, you could, could get some a, precious metal stuff. You find a Yacht Master on a Oyster Flex exactly. or right. Yeah, and those now, are those have dried up, yeah. Right. Yeah, and because so the prices think, of those all of a sudden didn't seem that bad when compared to secondhand steel mm-hmm. prices, right? Well, and that goes back to my point of effort. We've all become hype beasts, and we just want to so, have the watch. I think I would say in the last five years, like Instagram has taken over a lot more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's probably it but when you say hype beast like what's is there another parallel that's that comes anywhere near what rolex is i don't know i, I guess i don't I really mean, study these things is it like are there shoes that are that bad or they're like well yeah you get you get people know. that want that i i don't really know much about the about sneaker heads but i think you know that's that's certainly something that's very similar Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for lower cost items, but you get people that obsess about different sneakers and new sneakers that come out. Um, I don't know that there's a lot of other uh, other parallels to it. I mean, you could look at other brands, right? You could look at um, you could look at um, Patek. You could look at AP. Yeah. You could look at a lot of other brands mm-hmm. that. You know, you see some, you see your favorite, I don't know, your favorite actor, or you see somebody wearing a watch and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to have that watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, I'm sure that when that new um, Netflix movie, did you see that one with um, Ryan Reynolds, the the Adam Project? Mm-mm. So it's, 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 it's good if you haven't seen it. I heard he's um, wearing a Speedmaster in it though, right? But he's wearing a Speedmaster. And you got to think, there's a lot of people that saw that movie and liked that movie. And there's probably some people that turned that irrational love for that movie that they probably had, because it's a decent movie, yeah. into, I'm going to go buy a Speedmaster. Well, I don't know. There was another, there was a, another action Netflix movie that he did in the past two years. It was like the one with the was it the one with the Rock and uh, Gal Gadot. No, that one that sucked. Was, that was not good. I don't that remember what he wore in that. This was like he, he and his crew like pretend to be dead so that they could I don't know beat people up. Oh, is that the Michael Bay one? 
Maybe. Oh, I couldn't watch it. I got 20 minutes in and turned it off. Okay, but I don't like Michael Bay, so. This anyway. was the entire movie. He and several other people in the movie wore Chopard. Uh, sure. So, and I don't really think, you know, you can walk into a Chopard dealer and buy a Mili Migna if you want to. So, I don't really. I, yeah. You know, I think the yeah. hype. There are just certain brands that are attracted to the hype and and perpetuate the hype. Well, they also have to be good watches. Well, Chopard's a good watch. I mean, I. It is. It doesn't have the same cachet as Rolex. I don't know. I guess you know it doesn't I have think the same as name far as that horolo- No, it doesn't have the name. But as far as horological uh, excellence, I think it's up there. I think if all of a sudden, if if. Something could happen on Instagram or Hodinkee or on the wrist of some movie. Well, maybe not. Maybe that didn't happen for the show part. But I think all of a sudden it could happen to show part. Like what you're seeing with with Gerard Perigo, right? You would never have a problem getting that watch. But once... Once the paddock in the Audemars Piguet and the Vacheron dried up, people were like, okay, well, what's like next? What else is out and there? And now, yeah. like, That's the Laredo true. is hard to get, right? Well, so, you know, honestly, I was, what, I think maybe about a year ago, I went and bought, um, I wanted to buy that Monaco that I had. Mm-hmm. And um, I called around. And the specific Monaco that I had, the Steve McQueen with the flat blue dial, I only, there's only one place nearby that actually had one. Yeah. And and that blows my mind. It's a tag. Right. I just, I can't, I can't fathom that selling out. But apparently, yeah. you know, the golf tags, they sell out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nutty. I don't know. I think, um. I read an article, too, that, like, um, it was actually on Bloomberg. It was saying that, you know, Rolex supply is so low, demand so high, that it's trickled over into two other brands that now are also experiencing difficulties keeping their stock because of high demand. Can you take a guess at what those two other brands might be? Ooh. Well, I know one that isn't. It's not Hublot. Oh, it's not Chopard either. Yeah, it's not. Chopard. It's not Hublot. No, I don't know. It's um, it, actually, it, in fact, I pretty crystal ball on this. They're the last two watches I've purchased. Really? So you're looking at Tudor, yes, and Cartier. Correct. Huh? That those two were mentioned in a Bloomberg article as those are starting to run out. Um, we, I didn't experience that when we were just in Vegas. I mean, well, yes and no. We had a hard time with you trying on a Pelagos. That's true. The, that's true. When not, before you know, my not Pelagos, the last time, there wasn't a single Pelagos yeah. in all of Vegas back in no. September. Or September, yeah, of so, twenty-one. Yeah. So that's fair, but it's not like they were cleared out. But that's true. I don't know, but there was like three Santos Santoses, right? Yeah, and that yeah. seems to oh, be I could their, have, their hottest watch. If I had, if I had wanted to pull the trigger when we were there about two months ago, mm-hmm. I absolutely could have yeah. easily but, gotten a, a Santos in multiple places. Yeah, 
yeah well so that this begs the question for this topic obviously we talked about how there are none and they're crazy expensive and you know getting them is damn near impossible but the question then becomes well do you do you does the average watch enthusiast fall out of love at some point like if this goes on is it? Are uh, you just done? At what point do you I, just no, be done? Are you done? I don't think I with Rolex. I don't think I'm done. I still, I still like Rolex. Mm-hmm. I still like the look. If, if not that it's going to ever happen, but if I got a call or more likely a text because I don't answer my phone, um, that said, "Hey, if you want to come pick up this Polar Explorer too, yeah. I wouldn't say no. Yeah. You know, like I would, I, I would mean, absolutely go and pick it up. I'm, I'm. I just think it becomes more selective with what I would potentially buy. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm certainly not in that realm. I, I wish I was on the list for just about everything. <laughs> yeah. I, oh I mean, yeah. I, I love. I. I want to make like I love all of them. I freaking. Oh, yeah. I could make the case for buying just about any Rolex. Yeah. Right? Any steel Rolex, at least. I mean, the the gold ones yeah. are just a level above. I, I'd love to own one, but there's not a Rolex that I don't like. Okay. All right. That's, come on. There's, no. Uh, no. You're telling me. Okay. What about, okay, hold on. Um, what about a Daytona with the rainbow baguette da, um, bezel, Dreamwatch. No, yes, no, God, no, you're would, not. Where would you? Where, where would you wear it? I would wear that it, to work would, every day. Would you? Would you? Would you daily that? Hell, every single day. The rainbow Daytona. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay, I would not. Um, I would wear that I, day in. I would wear the tiger dial one. God, the tiger dial. There's not a, a men's Rolex that I wouldn't wear daily. I would have to disagree with that. Maybe the palm um, dial. Would, uh, well, even the palm dial. I, I was, there'd be like a, a place I would wear it, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would not. I don't think I could wear it. Palm I don't dial's think I could not my favorite. Off. A, a the 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 rainbow Daytona I could not pull off, um, but if someone called but, me today, I think the Palmdale is only on the day date, or is it on uh-huh. the day just day just? If someone called me and was like, "Hey, I got a, a great deal on a Palmdale date just. Do you want it?" I'd be like, "You know what? Yes, I do." Oh, I think I mean I think it looks nice. I just don't think it's something that I would. I don't think I could daily. It. I would. I have considered um, buying the the Explorer Two, the Explorer yeah. One, the Yachtmaster oh, yeah. Two. Oh. I like a lot the Yachtmaster. I um, do. Yeah. The Sea oh, Dweller. I love the Yachtmaster. The, um, you know, all of the GMTs, the, the Batman, Pepsi, even the Ned Flanders. I I, oh, I could I, I could carve out a place in my heart for that. Oh um, sure, 
I know, absolutely. The root beer. It's weird and it's oh the root beer. That is a that's a that's a watch that the root beer holds a special place because I would love to have one. Yeah. I have no use for it, mm-hmm. but I would still love to have it because it's if I'm gonna get a two tone, um, that's the two tone I would get. I'm getting. I mean, seriously, I love them all, right? So I'm not really sure I can fall out of love with the brand completely, even if they. No, it's kind of like not. it would be like being a, a Detroit Lions fan, oh, right? Like they, they're, they've never <laughs> been good. They never will be good. Then you're never going to see them win the Super Bowl. But like, you have to love them because they're your team, right? Yeah, they just suck, and it sucks liking them. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I know this is not the topic of conversation, but like, how would it feel to be a Browns fan and be going through that forever? Um, A lot like at least the Browns were good at one point. A lot like being a Rolex fan. Yeah, like at least it was good at one point, right? Yeah, right. There's our parallel. Being a Browns fan, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But does the like okay, so I have I've read an article this week where like Rolex prices are plateauing a little bit. And and I don't know. I've also I read a almost mirrored article about how housing prices have plateaued. Mm. Um are they related? Is it good question. Uh it's possible. I think it's, yeah, I think it is because I think it's just, a lot of not wanting to spend the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you go and you have, you know, you've got the market down how much it is. Oh, yeah. And people yeah, are, yeah. Some, you know, some people are sitting going, you know what? Maybe I don't want to spend the money on a luxury yeah, item. Right. People Maybe aren't I don't pulling money the out of their stocks this. anymore. To Right. Yeah. I mean, they're just not, they don't have the same kind of cash that they had. Or they, I mean, I should say that they have some of the same cash, but. They're less likely because you know stock market's tanked. The stock market's down. They're, I just filled up my wife's um, Expedition Max, um, and that cost me one hundred and twenty-six dollars. So you know, I mean, granted, granted, most people don't wait until it's puttering to go get gas, but mm. she does. Yeah, you know, use every drip. So okay, not like it goes to waste. It's not like it goes to waste. Um. So you're on the. What are you currently on the list for? Where? What do you believe you're currently on the list for? Right. What have I asked for? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Let's see. Definitely the um. A Pepsi, a Pepsi GMT on Jubilee. Uh-huh. A and uh and actually that's it that that in the Explorer to you took your name off for the Sky Dweller. Well, so here's my oh, here was my thing. Off, took your uh, name off. I mean, yeah, I was I was under this whatever assumption that I didn't want to be I didn't want to have my name on a, a, a quote unquote list for too many things. Mm. Um, thinking. Maybe that would affect. I don't know. I, I mean, like I'm trying to play psychology with some, right? You know, with a salesman that'll probably quit because he doesn't get any commission from selling Rolexes. Exactly. So, like, I, you know, I'm trying to play some sort of crazy um, 
mind games with this person. And so I took my name off for the Sky Dweller, which as much as I like the Sky Dweller, and I do really like it, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's arguably one of the, probably the most complex Rolex. Yeah. Um, from a movement standpoint. Certainly. Um, you know, and it's it's a gorgeous watch. It's quite large on my wrist, so there's other reasons that I kind of, you know, kind of f- fell away from it a little bit when I tried it on. Um, but just those two. Just those two. What about you? I'm on the list. Um, well, I asked to be put on a list for the Green Dial uh, OP. Um, locally. I think that's the best color OP. I, I just I'm coming up on a year of that. Um, I don't expect to ever cash in on that. Um, that's here in Denver. Um, and I, that's it. That's it. So now we're, t- now we're talking about just Rolexes. Cause I have my name on my, on a list for, Okay. Uh, another brand. Well, let's talk about this. So I think, at least you're made to think, when we were with at Omega, Omega, mm-hmm. and we asked um, about a model which was not available, they brought out a very official-looking form. Yes. For us to yes. fill out, and it looked standardized, mm-hmm. and it had lots of information on it. It wasn't the back of a business card like I did for right. that green OP that I wanted, <laughs> of which I have right. zero confidence in. And it felt like your name might actually go on a damn list. I felt the exact same way. Right. So what did you put your name on the list for? Um, the green Seamaster mm-hmm. 300. I, I'm, yes, I'm I feeling put- the need to add a green watch to my collection, if you can't tell. Yes, I put my name down. Um, so let me preface: I am, I'm in love with a Speedmaster. I I feel like someday I'm gonna have a Speedmaster yeah. in my collection, but I, I don't want to be. I think the I think the new Sapphire one is 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 gorgeous. Sapphire sandwich. Um, the Sapphire sandwich is it's a gorgeous watch. I have tried it on. It fits perfectly. The bracelet is second only to a Rolex Jubilee or even the um, the Day-Date President rate, uh, bracelet. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. But that said, I also like having um, ever so slightly different watch than everybody. Um, and I love the Ed White um, Speedmaster, the 321 movement with the flat link bracelet. Um, you know, I'm not, I, who knows how long it'll take. Yeah. I think when I told her, she sort of, she was like, yeah, I'll put your name on it. It'll probably be years. And I was like, that's fine. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. in a rush. You know what? We're, we're in this. We're in this. Um, yeah. Yeah. So here's what I wish um, mm. is that these lists would be like published and they would be yeah. like, like you could go on Rolex.com and go to your dealer and then see where you're like by model how many names yeah. are on the damn list and then maybe you could put your name on on the list mm-hmm. and it would be like you'd have to prove that you're some kind of you you'd have to do like the robot check right mm-hmm. or, or something <laughs> right. like you to, yeah. i don't know they'd have to like 
put security on it to make sure that just tons of, I don't know, Saudi Arabian robots don't put their names down or something. <laughs> but, like, wouldn't it be nice? And then you could see your name yeah. move up. You could be like, yeah, so, I'm number 49 in line for the green LP. And this so, month, last so month, I was number 56. So, you know, I'm getting so there. Here, here's a good example. I, in, um, let's see. It was uh, 2006. Uh, I put my name on a list, an actual real human list, um, for Broncos season tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I put my name down on the list, they gave me a number. Right. And I can check with with the Broncos and they will tell me what my new number is. Mm-hmm. Um, it moves um, slower than you would hope um, because right. I'm waiting. Unfortunately, as macabre as it is, I'm waiting for people to die. I guess. Um, Good word. But uh, but you know, I uh, at least I'm honest that I think is actually real. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a better chance of inheriting a Rolex than I do of buying one at MSRP. Mm-hmm. I have a better chance of inheriting a Rolex, and no one in my family owns a Rolex. <laughs> I don't know. As I say this, maybe I should go put my, my quote-unquote name on more lists just to see. Just around town? You know, just for you fun. Know, I don't know. I was going to... I was gonna go up to Boulder one day and just put there's a there's a Rolex um, okay. uh, dealer up there. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just go up there, chit chat with somebody, and put my name down because is I think I've said this. My my favorite um, outside of a perpetual, my favorite complication for whatever reason at the moment is a GMT, mm-hmm. and I have and I need a I really need a need is the right word. Don't. Don't correct me. Need. I need a, a white dial um, in my collection. I don't have that. Mm. I, I don't have a white dial. Speaking of white dials, um, I have a new little segment that I'm going to throw at you toward the end of the show oh. that we did not talk about in advance. Okay. Um, I'm excited. And uh, I'm going to throw it at you because I have an example, and we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, I think we can. We're, but, we we need to. We can wrap up our Rolex talk. Did you have any other? Final final thoughts? No, just that it ticks me off that I, I can't I can't get what I want. I'm so ticked off. They're just so good. <laughs> you know? It is. They're good. They're, don't get me wrong. There are there are okay. I need to say there's a couple of things I would say. I um one other addition to my collection at some point is I'd love to have a moon phase watch. Um yeah. and I have tried it on. I've tried on the Cellini Moon Phase. It yeah. is a phenomenal watch. Right. But I think it is I think you can I think that if you want a Moon Phase watch, yeah. there are better options in the world than that. <laughs> Rolex Rolex is going to be is is your sport watches. They're fantastic. It's surprising but for a they dress don't, watch, yeah. It's surprising they don't put that movement in something else like if they made it is actually isn't it right they have a moon face but they only use it in Cellini, which is just i don't know you can't get those either but um uh you could last year i literally put one on yeah 
Didn't Barack Obama wear one of those? He did. There's a. He has one of them. There's. Yeah. It's yeah. a. Uh, it's a great looking watch. Right. If I'm gonna, if I was gonna buy a Moon Phase only watch, I'd buy a JLC. I'd buy the Master Ultra Thin Moon Phase. It is absurdly thin, and uh, it is a fantastic watch. I'd buy it in the the pink gold with the with the cream dial. But right. that's a that's a desire for another day. The um, it's interesting. Um, one last point about Rolex that takes me off is they haven't come out with a new watch, a completely new watch. The last new watch that they came out with was the Sky Dweller. And that was probably, what, 2014? 2011? I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know when that came out. Um but right introduced in 2012 2012 so okay you, okay you were yeah, closer yeah. that's the last that's it's 10 it's been 10 years i know they haven't I, come out what? with anything i mean they've redone and they've redid and they've resized yeah. and they've put new sure. movements and they've changed they've fiddled but yeah right wouldn't it be I mean, it wouldn't. And, okay, and, and I don't want to. It'd be just think... another watch that nobody could get. But if they came out with like the Moon Master, <laughs> right? Oof. Well, you know, and, and I don't want to belittle the, the the. They have made some very good. They've made some very good changes to the lineup over time. Um, yeah. I I don't know why people don't like the the Maxi case, but like they. Right kind of went away from that and there's there they, they certainly made yeah they've touched up things good yeah and it looks good but i i have a theory that the all of the hate that the flanders this new green um green and black gmt inverted is getting yeah um i think all i, I feel like a lot of the hate is because people expected something new mm. And they came out with this, and I, you know, you're gonna people are gonna say it's atrocious because the the dates on the wrong side and yada yada yada. Fine, whatever. I don't I don't have the hate for that watch. I think the green. I want to see it in person, but yeah. Rolex usually nails gr- the the green color yeah. very it's, well. It's it's why they make the boxes and the stores and all that in green. Right, <laughs> and so like I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that it's probably a fantastic watch it's a little weird i like a little weird Mm -hmm. um i could absolutely get used to the crown on on the the opposite side more than the date but you know what i think if i I think if i had it it would grow on me it would be fine but i think my theory is that a lot of the hate is because people thought they were going to get something more interesting than a left-handed gmt right right so, I don't know. Ultimately, it's just an, it would no matter what they came out with, it would just be another watch that you couldn't get. Right? No, it's, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we're maybe the tides will turn. Maybe housing prices will crash and Rolex prices will crash. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's we'll see. possible. And I'll I'll sit here with my collection and I'll add to it. Yeah. Um, I'll add to it in the downtime and uh, so. What's your yeah. what's your special segment that you wanted me to do? I wanted to. So I was thinking about this the other day, 
and I was thinking, and Rolex is a, is a fantastic one to start with, is what is a watch mm-hmm. that is, it's a unique specimen for the brand. Mm. Um, something that really is, it's, it, you know, they really never redid it. And I'm going to send this to you. I'm going to send you this link here um, so that you can see it. This is the albino rolex gmt master the reference was six five four two it is a it is a white dial coke it is gorgeous mm-hmm. i have never seen um this and it is it is a unique unique watch that is very strange um, so it's a and, white dial with mm-hmm. it looks like Bakelite. Is yeah. That old? Yeah, yeah. And it's a GMT Master, not GMT Master Two. Exactly. So it can't. I be, it doesn't track the third. I believe that it doesn't track the third time zone. That's uh, like a. Um, I think the GMT Master was what people are referring to now as a a collar instead of a flyer, so that the hour hand mm-hmm. doesn't jump. Right. Kind of thing. So um, I think that's correct. And let's see the albino. Wow, that is that is pretty stinking cool. I've got one that's probably less collectible, but you might not have seen it. Okay. Okay. And this, what's this reference number? This is six six, six five four two. two. Okay, you're putting me on the spot here, but this is a watch that a friend of mine wears. Um, and I've never seen another one. Hold on. It's a Submariner blue with like a silver face. Mm -hmm. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Where? Gosh. It's two tone. And it is really strange looking. I mean, it's very... It's in the same vein as as what you just because that GMT with the white face is really weird. Here it is. Um, I'll send you a list. Is it the one six six one three? Stand by one six six one three. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Have you seen this before? I have. Yeah. It's it's got now. Did all are do all of them have the the diamonds? I can't remember. I think so. I, I know. I've I've only ever seen it with the diamonds. So I wasn't you've seen sure this if that before. I, thought I it was, have, I thought and it, it is be more special, but it is really weird. It is, is a wild. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen. Here's what I like about it. So it's it's, um, it's two tone with a blue bezel, and then mm-hmm. I think the the twelve six and nine are sapphire markers, and then yeah. the other markers are are little diamonds, and it's a silver dial with Rolex in black. Submariner though. Um, this one's listed for. Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, they're. I mean, it, interestingly enough, they're about like in the same realm as a more modern. Excuse me, mm-hmm. the uh, more modern versions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen this one before. I think it's the the color of the the twelve six and nine mm-hmm. markers. I've always liked that. It's a very good. It's a cool yeah. contrast, right? Um, Which isn't done in any other. Dial. Submariner, exactly. right? 
I think yeah. They, technically, they call it a champagne dial, so it is kind of has this like gold tone to it when you actually see it. Uh, in pictures, it looks silvery. It's yeah, I'm, it's a stinking. I want to cool say it's thing. from. I'm pretty sure that they. I'm pretty sure this is from the. I think they made these in the early '90s, if I remember correctly. One six six one three. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I'm cool. I'm pretty one. sure it was an early '90s model. Yeah, I've seen this one, um, and yeah, it's cool. Again, now uh, my I think if if I had to line up every Rolex in the world and decide on what I like, um, anything that has uh, diamonds mm. um, as markers yeah. um, as your indices is uh, going to be the at time. the bottom, just at yeah. the bottom. Yeah. I just don't. Fair it's enough. not not my not my thing you kind of go actually i take that back i would take a okay i would take a diamond indice rolex any day over those weird california dials that have numbers on the top and roman numerals on the bottom like what the you you really hate those what's the point why pick one i know very disturbing pick, pick one it's fair just pick one I think it, this anyway. dial is called Certi, S-E-R-T-I. I don't know what that means. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're we're at like an hour and two minutes now. Okay. Uh, or thereabouts. So, so do you want to call it? Yeah. We want to do. Uh, is there anything on your? Is there anything on your radar? Oh, you want to do this real quick? I think I think so. Buy and sell. Yeah. Um, all right. I am. I am looking to buy. Um, I, I mentioned earlier, but I, I still I think about it a lot as I watch my stock portfolio um, shrink every day. Mm. Mm-hmm. So much. You know the best part of that. Huh. You know the best part of that is what. It, it it's wonderful. Every single day it can go down by five percent. Every yeah. single day. Yeah, isn't that- It'll never stop. It could just it it you could actually have a situation. It could go down every day. It's great, isn't that amazing? Just, a, yeah, that's fantastic. well. So because I my little my little stock portfolio is my savings account for my next big watch purchase. That's just how I sure. arrange things, and my next big watch purchase I already mentioned is is I really want the green dial. It's supposed to come out the green dial, Omega Seamaster three hundred. It's supposed mm-hmm. to come out in June, is what I was told, which is coming up very quickly. Uh, but I yes. was told I'd probably have to wait till September to get it, which be sounding more reasonable, and maybe it'll be September before the stock market rebounds a little. So a little bit, yeah. That's what Does I. Does that mean we're going back to Vegas to pick it up? Sure, dude. Sure, we're on a. I hope it felt like we were on a list. I think it. we probably. I it's it it felt like a list. It I'll felt tell like you, a list. it did. It so like list. that's that's what I'm I'm still thinking about still falling over sell um i opened my watch box the other day and i saw my tiso t-touch expert solar oh that's a cool watch yeah it is a cool watch but i it doesn't really like i don't know it just doesn't really hold the same cachet for me as it used to but Uh like Uh i don't really enjoy wearing it that much i wear it more like because it's it's an abc watch with an altimeter barometer compass and it has Mm -hmm. like a cool touch screen thing and it's solar powered and it's kind of all the cool toys and gadgets you could want 
but I don't love wearing it compared to some other things. Um, sure. So, but I'm like, you know, do I sell it? But like, it's not, it's kind of worth more to me as like a gadget than it would be to sell it. So I don't know. I don't it's know a, do. it's a great camping watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's kind of like, I don't have like a big G shock, um, in my collection. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think of it as is sort of like a toolie watch. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know just right now. I haven't been inspired to pick it up and put it on in a while. So, but yeah. Okay. What about you? Okay. Buy, sell. Um, okay. Well, um, I don't know on the pickup side. Um, I'm still all about, I don't know. I really want like a white dial. Yeah. When I say white dial, I also mean I would also be perfectly content with something that has like a cream dial too. Mm, sure. Um, you it's know, a, something a with a light colored dial. Yeah. Um, but I really feel like well, a, a dress watch is needed. Not a, not a Surti dialed Rolex Submariner. Does that, would that be light colored yeah, dial? N- no, no, that's, it's. They're 15, no, five. does it. It's true. Uh, so one watches that are on my radar that fill this this particular gap. We talked about the Cartier last week. That's the Santos. Um, obviously, I have my name on some uh, potential. Maybe I'm on a list. The list. Um, you think you're for an Explorer Two? Yeah, it's probably not an Explorer Two. Not a dress watch um, though. Not a dress watch. The now I will say the 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 Grail, the one that at some point I will own this watch, is the JLC mm-hmm. Master Ultra Thin Perpetual. Oh boy! Um, I thought you liked the in, black dial in that. No, I I I've put them both on. I switched. Um, I switched. It's the weight of the gold. So. Mm-hmm. This watch, for anyone that hasn't seen it, look it up. It is incredibly thin. It is a it is a feat of engineering that they can do a perpetual in something yeah. that is so incredibly thin. But the problem, if there is one with the watch, is that if you get it... Actually, um, if anyone's seen Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange, that's the watch he wears. Is a, right. Is the, the is one that the, he breaks uh, the in the car accident. That he Exactly, and um, you know he—that's that's the silver dial. That's a stainless steel with a silver dial. Um, the problem with this watch, if there is one, is that the stainless steel versions, which are um, reasonable for a perpetual, actually in the eighteen, nineteen thousand dollar range, um, is it's very thin and it's insanely, insanely light. Yeah. Um, so the gold adds the which heft that you did. did you that adds the weight that yeah. you're missing in the stainless. The stainless is still a wonderful watch. I just, it's so light and so thin. Um, I don't know. It's uh, so. Those are the three. I feel like my my list of pickups. I'm going to try and expand a little bit, but I I I, I really want. I have need for a dress watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some meetings that I go to um, on a regular basis. That, are that more formal than others. Yeah, that yeah, 
that um, where I'm in front of a board. Um, that would be nice to have a dress watch. Peacock so, a bit. A little, just a, just a hair. I peacock now with my well, milk house. As, I've, house as I've said, you know, the the true joy of wearing a great watch is just being in a room and feeling like you're better than everyone else because of it, and, you know? Right. You know, I felt if I was sitting there wearing a $35,000 watch, I would have that feeling. It's big dick energy. It's huge. Um, right. What do you for what selling? Sell or something? Either something you'd like to sell, or something that you've seen come out that you that you, you don't like, or something you've seen hyped um, that you don't like. So, uh, let's see. Back in back in early April, I picked up a G Shock, a titanium square G Shock. Oh yeah. Um, no, say it isn't so. No, 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 no. Oh. This, this is, this is, by all accounts, it's the perfect titan. It's the perfect square, uh, G-Shock. It is a, it's titanium. It has this. It has a sapphire um, crystal, which is a big thing for me. Anyone that wants to look it up, it's a GMWB five thousand TB one. Um, all of those. Fantastic watch. Yeah, not pretty when you say it out loud. Um, great watch, um, but the thing I am looking—I am going to likely sell—is what it replaced, which was a Mudmaster. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, great watch. It's a good outdoorsy watch. The problem is lug to lug it's like 60 millimeters mm-hmm. um it's just it it now i have big wrists so it's not like it's not a stretch i can wear it i can pull it off it doesn't look absurd on me um but it's kind of a pain in the ass yeah it's just huge just big. It's a huge watch it's a big so it's like satan's cock ring I wasn't gonna go there, but I like that. I like that. It's um, it's, it's Satan's huge. cock ring. Right. It does make sense because it's good for mud. I, I don't know why that matters to me, but it sounds right. I got freaky. <laughs> it's a big old thing. It's a big ugly thing. It's a big old thing. All right. Well, that was fun. Are you? I'm. I'm fun. sufficiently uh, ticked off about about Rolex. Right. Yeah. Well, that was a good show. Okay. All right, well, let's uh, let's do this again next week, huh? All right, sounds good to me. Okay, cool.